Hello, and welcome back to the Meraki Unbox podcast. My name is Sammy Brenner, and we've got a fantastic episode for you today. It really, I can already tell by the two guests that I have joining, it's going to feel like a conversation with friends, which truly makes the episodes engaging and rich and thoughtful and fun to listen to. And we're also learning about an incredible technology today. So a lot of fun stuff to get into. But before I do that, I'm going to go ahead and do my spiel. If you want to connect with us, if you have ideas about the Meraki Unbox podcast, if you want to collaborate, please reach out to our team. We would love to work with you um, if it makes sense. And new episodes come out every single two weeks. So the more content and the more we hear from our audience about what you're interested in, the better. Okay, transitioning. So without further ado, I'm gonna introduce our two guests and we're gonna start the conversation with uh, one of them initially. But Tim Ormrod is a highly motivated industry professional with over 12 years of experience in new and emerging technology solutions. He is the founder of Splash Access, which we are gonna get into what that is in just a second. And Splash was one of our first, very first ecosystem partners here at Cisco Meraki. Um, he is fantastic. I have worked with him personally. He's amazing. And uh, he's based over the pond in the UK. So, Tim, thank you for joining us. Wonderful. Thank you for having me. Really exciting. And, and that, was a, that was a great intro. Yeah, that's uh, amazing. You've built me up already. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, easy to do. Um, and then our second guest joining us for the latter half of the episode is Shannon Nagel, who is a manager at Meraki, representing the U.S. public sector Central East team. Um, pre previous to taking on that role, she was a field seller who absolutely crushed. She was an inside seller, and she came to technology actually from banking. Um, so she didn't even start in the technology world, and we'll get into that in a second. She lives in North Carolina with her partner and her amazing furry babies. Um, how are you, Shannon? Great, Sam. Excited to be here. Thanks for the intro. Yes, of course. Excited to have you joining the conversation shortly. Um, Tim, let's turn it over to you, though. I want to hear what is your story? And you mentioned before we hit the record button that you were not always in technology. This is kind of a newer <laughs> thing for you. So tell us, how the heck did you get into technology and what's your story? Wow. Uh, how did I get into technology? That's a good question. Totally by accident. Um, I was actually living in the Canaries in Spain. Yeah. So I started off uh, when I was very young as a, ready for this? I was a DJ. Yeah. So I used to spin those decks. Uh, and wow. I, I moved, yeah, I moved to Spain and I started working in the bars and the clubs in Spain. And I did that for quite a few years and progressed into ownership. So I owned a few bars over there. And one of the things that uh, you used to do is you used to work very silly hours. So I was working till five, six o'clock in the morning and I used to want to do something to unwind. So I bought myself a computer and uh, I bought the computer and I hooked it up and had my dial up modem getting me onto the Internet. And um, we progressed from there. I started building websites and that was many, many, many years ago. So that gave me the, uh, the excitement to do something different, to build something. And that's where my background started, uh, totally by accident, simply by looking for something to entertain myself in the early hours of the morning. Wow, I had no idea you were a DJ. That's oh, so cool. <laughs> We've got the big microphone now just to help a little bit, to bring back memories. 
Yeah. There you go. To bring back memories. Okay. Are you still um, for hire? Do you do events ever or no? Oh, I don't think so. I think those days are long gone. (laughs) Those days are long gone. Okay. So you buy a computer to kind of entertain yourself, to wind down. You start building websites, getting into technology. For those listeners, maybe outside of the Cisco or Meraki ecosystem, how did, how was Splash Access born? That was that was an interesting one as well, because I came back to the UK and I met my wife and we settled down and I started to work for a local RV company, a caravan company, but they call them here in the UK. And I started doing the IT and networking for that company, got into wireless and started doing very fundamental wireless networks and learning the art of how to build networks. So that gave me a good understanding. Uh, And from there, that company, unfortunately, went into administration and I was very quickly left without a job and I needed to find something very quickly. Uh, I phoned a friend of mine and he was actually at the time the UK distributor for Meraki. And he said, look, I've got these amazing white boxes. They're brand new. They're just coming into the UK. Why don't you go and see if you could sell some? So I took my time, I took this little white box, I plugged it in and got it to work and did the uh, the little bit of, I'm gonna go out and sell this device and understand it. And I went to see a client and I showed him this device and I said, this is the answer to your dreams. It can solve your Wi-Fi. You can put Wi-Fi in your, uh, it was a golf course, uh, golf club. And he asked me one question. He said, can it capture user data? And I said, yes. And that's where the journey started, because as soon as I said yes, I actually came back to my office and found out it didn't do it very well. And that's where I actually started Splash Access, literally the morning after that conversation. And, you know, that was nearly 11 years ago, believe it or not, 11 years ago. Incredible. Wow, that is incredible. So... You said, yes, it captures data and analytics. You go back, you realize, okay, maybe it doesn't do it all that well. The idea of Splash Access was born. What is Splash Access? Tell us what the platform does. What is the pain point? What is the problem you are solving? Well, Splash Access started off and is still traditionally today a captive portal provider. So we are that uh, little piece that fits into the middle of being able to connect to the Meraki world and allow the users to authenticate onto the network. And for a provider, a coffee shop, a restaurant, uh, um, anything really, to be able to capture that information and do something with it. Yeah, Uh, you know, it's quite easy to get a bit of information, but it's putting it in the right place to make it actionable. And that's what Splash Access started off as and is today still doing captive portals it's the backbone of what we do uh it's still interesting that we still get new clients every week coming to us for what we do best which is captive portals yeah okay got it so um you you called out something which i want to drill down on it's one thing to have the information and the analytics and then it's another thing to do actionable insights right once you have that data and make powerful decisions. So give us an example of how Captive Portal does that, right? What's a, what's a common use case? I mean, obviously Captive Portal is all about, well, just two things. One, it's to authorize the user so you know who's on your network doing what, which can be important. But then the other thing is, is that if you've got people on your network and you're giving away a service, if you can get something back, 
and getting a little bit of an email address it's quite important and especially if we went back a few years ago when COVID kicked in you know the data that we'd given our clients was so invaluable because they had this nugget of information that they can dive into and that actually generated a lot of revenue you know we work a lot in the retail sector we work with some of the biggest names out there ck tommy tiffany's you know these are really important clients to us but we got a lot of information that they could actually utilize to start emails to start generating revenue, start generating footfall when COVID was uh, coming to an end. And that was massively important to these guys. Yeah, absolutely. That's such a great call out. And I know retail is a big space, higher education is a big space, which we'll get into in a second. Um, talk to us about this partnership with Meraki. So oh. the idea was born, you know, you were out there trying to sell these APs. Now you're working on Splash Access. Um, how did you work with the product team to get on the Meraki ecosystem? Like, how did how was this partnership born, and what was that process like? I, I think when we first started off, I think it was you know going back eleven years, there was not many people in the marketplace, and it was really exciting. And I think I, I actually phoned up Meraki, and I managed to get through to Raj. Uh, Raj, I, I think I can't remember if it's Raj Krishna or Raj Patel. I can't remember. But yeah, Raj picked up the phone and we had a conversation and he sent me this white paper doc over. And it was so exciting because, you know, to be part or be given something to actually start to create something, it was, you know, quite an it was a great feeling for me. Yeah. And once we started getting the momentum, we got a lot of help in the early days to understand how to do things. Uh, you know, being able to email somebody and getting a response very quickly. And I think this is the thing that sort of stood out over time. It's the relationship that you guys put into us as well. You know, you've got the ecosystem team, which I'll mention again a little later on. But, you know, these these interactions that we have, and we're very honored and privileged to have these as well. You know, we get brought into lots of different deals early on, and we feel like we're part of a team. And that's really important. Yeah, yeah. Hundred percent. So you kind of you called Raj. The wheels yep. were turning, and it, that white paper was like the golden ticket for you Absolutely. to kind of start building and going from there. Yeah, yeah. And you know that white paper document. It wasn't. I mean, if we go back all those years ago, there was no APIs, so there was none of this API stuff that's you know mainstream now. We had only one or two limited ways of being able to interact with the Meraki portal. But we, we did that, and then we started to say, you know what, what else can we do? How can we actually add these additional features on that clients are looking for, clients are asking us for, how can we do this? How can we help solve this problem? And very much like Meraki's developed over the years, we've done the same. We've listened to our clients, and we've added on features and functions around clients' requirements. Uh, you know, and it's exciting where the technology is going. I mean, the APIs that Meraki have developed now are phenomenal and you know being an api first company like meraki giving us the ability to jump onto every feature that is being developed on the dashboard via the api makes a difference Absolutely. especially it just, especially yeah yeah it is our differentiator right our our ability to be malleable and moldable and listen to customers and offer solutions that they can build right and what works for their business or their university right it's it's the game changer, I think. Um, so I want to pivot and bring Shannon into the conversation because I think we're getting to the sweet spot here. And I want to start talking about 
the real life application of Splash Access and what it has done and how it has transformed uh, the customer experience, which it really has. So Shannon, how are you? Great. Great. Thank you. Thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. I'm very excited. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I always, as a seller, really looked up to you because you were someone in the organization that was going out and taking down massive higher ed wins, um, taking out our competitors who shall remain nameless because it is a very saturated and competitive market when it comes to universities. Um, so talk to us a little bit as a seller being out in the field selling Meraki. Um, you were one of the first to evangelize Splash Access and use it to win some of these larger accounts. So talk to us about what your process was, why you brought in Splash Access, and, and maybe a customer story or two that you're you know, particularly proud of. Yeah. Oh, man. I mean, a couple of years ago, right, we didn't really have much momentum or traction in the university space. We we're still kind of seen as like the retail and obviously Tim's track record in retail with Meraki over the years is just a testament to that with those premier brands. And so when we started having conversations with these major universities, right, and these are these are complex network environments, these IT teams lean minimal resources, but they're required to connect and have a seamless experience across 3,000, 5,000, 10,000 APs. And so that was critical to obviously their team, but also the student experience. And so that's kind of the messaging and what we kind of leaned into from day one always is how can we help you optimize that student experience? Because you guys know in the university, in the university space, their revenue is based on how many people attend their university and you know any sort of competitive advantage in that space is critical and so that's kind of how we leaned into the meraki story but as we we're sort of having more of these conversations this idea of the at-home dorm experience kept coming up you know we're rolling out and we have deployed this enterprise wireless solution but when these students come back from the holidays or you know summer vacations they're bringing back these things called like smart mirrors right? When this first became a thing and we're like, what are these smart mirrors, right? No one knew what they were. And so they were like, we've spent all this money on this enterprise quote unquote solution, but we can't onboard or support these IOT devices, these smart devices, or even gaming, right? And that's such a huge critical piece to the overall student experience. And so we were kind of racking our brain and obviously we've had a lot of progress in terms of APIs and the open art infrastructure of Meraki, which is great. And so, you know, obviously Tim and Splash Access was already a huge player within the retail space and especially within the premier brands that was critical. And so his, you know, LVMH and Tiffany's experience um, was the first thing that kind of caught my attention is like, okay, we're talking to premier universities. We got to align that brand and sort of that experience with our universities as well. So that was the first thing. The second thing is Tim only works with Meraki products. And so that was critical too, because this is brand new territory, uncharted waters, right? Is this at-home dorm experience. No other competitor really had a great solution for this. And so we're kind of building this as we go. And so Tim having that knowledge and experience, I mean, he knows the Meraki infrastructure better than anyone, right? And so being able to bring him into these conversations and know right out the gate when they're saying, hey, we'd like to do this, we'd like to do this, and having that brainstorming, building, creating session, Tim is perfectly equipped to say whether or not that's possible or not. And the beautiful thing about Tim, the last thing is like, he always, he's like a yes and guy, right? Like, I don't know if you've done improv in the past or whatnot, but he's like, 
yes, we can do that. And have you thought about this? And so ultimately, it's just fun to have him, like you said, as a part of the team in these conversations. And it's exciting for the universities, too, because we're, again, doing something trailblazing, groundbreaking that ultimately makes their lives easier and provides that ultimate premier student experience. So it, it was a no-brainer and continues to be a no-brainer. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That's so cool. So let's use VCU as an example. So this is a case study on the Meraki website. This was a ma major university um, that decided to go with not only Meraki access points, but Splash Access. Tim, Shannon, talk to me about what was that like aha moment for the customer? When do you see that kind of the wheels turning in their head? Was it a feature set? Was it something about the product? Was it the deep integration, the flexibility with the API? Like, what was it for VCU that was the game changer? I think for us, when we started talking to VCU, I think for them to understand that we knew what we was talking about. So when we when we started talking to them about uh, dormitory access, we understood exactly what they were looking for. We understand how we could deliver that. And then we added additional steps on to make it value add. And I think the biggest selling point as well was the minimal support that was needed to maintain the solutions. So they didn't need a massive amount of support team to keep splash access or the Meraki infrastructure up and working. And it was seamless. And I think from the time that we integrated it into the solution, uh, into the system, it uh, it has delivered and is constantly delivering that home away from home experience with minimal input needed from the students. Yeah, so it's minimal support for the support staff. Yeah, that's the true differentiator too with Tim is like, the, one of the first things he said to me is, my customers never call me. And it's just like, again, just such a match made in heaven because we know at the end of the day, right, Sammy, Meraki, it just works. And that's what customers love about Meraki. So again, bringing him in and sort of having that, like, we know exactly what you want. Here's all the things we can do in the front end too to automate it so that it just works. You never have to call me. And it just, I mean, they've since expanded and we'll get into more of that too. But again, it was just a no brainer for that team. And I yeah, think the, yeah. the other thing to mention on that as well is that goes back to the fundamentals is that we only work with Cisco Meraki. If, uh, if we were trying to do this with multiple partners, we wouldn't be able to deliver the service and then the robustness of the solution any way, shape or form. And I think being a Cisco Meraki only partner adds to our value set. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and just to go back on you know, that minimal amount of support needed from these IT teams who are already running lean, who are already short staffed. The last thing they need is 50 support tickets, right? Coming back from summer or winter break. The fact that it just works and they're now able to go focus on doing other projects, right? And other things within their network infrastructure because they trust the platform, huge, right? I just want to double down on that. Yeah, it was amazing. And, and just one of the, I mean, you know, Sam, being in sales too and having these experiences, the proud mom moments or whatever you want to call them, or just like that first putting it to the test, you know, students coming back and it's a D1 university too. So the athletes are coming back mid-August and whatnot and everyone's kind of filtering through. The fact that they had no poor social media because, you know, students, they're going to scream about the Wi-Fi if it doesn't work, right? And so no poor social media comments or anything coming back, like, that's such a win across all teams. So it's it was super fun. So true. If college students don't have good Wi-Fi, you're going to hear about it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Loud. And you hear about it literally <laughs> within a minute. Yeah. Yep. It's the, the Xbox online. I mean, going back to an interesting story, we we just deployed into a university here in the UK, 
and it's the first university into the UK. And it was a large deployment, 10,000 plus access points. Uh, they had their freshers weekend, and that was the first day where they were rolling out flash access. So they asked us to send a couple of engineers onto site to make sure everything went smoothly, which we did because obviously it was a very important client and we wanted to make sure everything was smoothly. So I paid for the engineers to go down and sit in the pub for two days solid because they had no calls. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's the best two days they've ever spent. <laughs> that's what I call hard work. Yeah. <laughs> if you build it right, it just works. Mm -hmm. um, I want to transition and talk a little bit. I feel like a big buzzword right now is WPM, right? And how that plays into splash access and higher education in particular. Um, you know, Tim, maybe you start and Shannon, I'd love for you to kind of supplement and talk about your experience, but like, what is WPN and how does splash access play a role in solving some of those like personal network, you know, Wi-Fi challenges? Sure. What is it? Oh. IPSK and WPN, for me, it's the most amazing feature, the best feature that the team at Cisco Meraki have developed, in my opinion. Yeah, obviously, they've developed lots of different things. But in my opinion, this is absolutely a groundbreaking moment. So IPSK, Identity Pre-Shared Keys. So this is uh, something that's been out for quite a while. Uh, that's the ability to create individual keys, WPA2 keys for users onto a network so they can have their own key on one single SSID. And Meraki brought that out quite a few years ago. But one of the things that was missing is the scale and also the ability to do segmentation. And that's where WPN comes in, wireless private networks. It is amazing. So this gives you the ability to, it's like a magic wand. You can encapsulate users now. So when I connect to my network and I put my key in, I can be put into a little bubble, a virtual bubble. So I will only be able to communicate with my own devices. So if you've got a student in dormitories and you've got maybe three or four in dorms, each one has their own individual key, their home away from home network. When they connect, they will be able to communicate with their Chromecast, their TV, their printer. They can do absolutely everything they would do at home, but they're in their dormitory network. But here's the really important thing is, is they won't be able to see anybody else's devices. They can only see their own. And that's where WPN is a game changer. So what Splash Access has done is made it really, really easy to onboard those students so they can obviously utilize any form of identity provider. Yeah, Azure, SAML, uh, all the great backend systems, Zanzibar, uh, and so on. But we can do the identity lookup, but then we can authenticate them onto the network. We can integrate with housing systems. And then we can make it really easy for that student to retrieve their key and manage the key. So that's where Splash Access has really, really put a lot of work in. And I would say that over the two years that we've been building this, we've been actually working with the product team inside of Meraki. So we've been feeding back and saying, actually, this is what we need, guys. And we're listened to now. And, you know, the dev team have put a lot of work in to actually make these additional feature sets that we've been saying that we need for education that actually going to make a difference. So one of the one of the little things is traceability. So when we first started the project is being able to know which student is on what network and we couldn't do it. So we actually challenged Meraki to build a new function that allows us to do that, which has gone live. 
And that is, again, that two-way interaction that we have now with you guys, with the Meraki team, to be able to make changes and give positive feedback when we need to tweak things. Yeah, wow, that's so important. And I love that you called that out. And you mentioned it a couple of times. This works because it's a partnership. You're heard, right? You have open dialogue and communication. There are feature sets that need to be built that'll help our customers. And it's not just building features, it is solving problems, right? So that two-way street and that reciprocal, you know, partnership has really allowed Splash Access to flourish. Yeah, I think, you know, that two-way communication, you know, there's always things. And a lot of time we get involved with customers really in-depthly. So when we're talking to them about their problems, we may hear about it first. And that's where we can be act as a conduit and feed that information back in to say, actually, we need to improve or we need to tweak. Or actually, Meraki's already built it. We just need to implement it on our side. Yeah, and that's happened before as well. Mm-hmm. Yep, you have that line to the customer, which is so important. Yep. And and really, product hears you and sees you, right? Because you've been wildly successful and you're on the front lines with our customers. So that, you know, communication back and forth is awesome. You know, Shannon, let me ask you, you were focused on higher ed and taking out these bigger deals and bringing Splash Access in early. Were you even two, three, five years ago with WPN? Was that something you were kind of hearing from your customers uh, market? Like, when did it become kind of mission critical for you? Yeah, I mean, it wasn't necessarily like WPN at the time. It's so funny to kind of walk down memory lane here too, Tim. I mean, just like the iterations of what, you know, we were kind of, you were obviously building and we were positioning and working on in conjunction with these customers to get it to what is now known as WPN, right? Like I remember back in the day, Tim, the first deployment was like, we had to segment based on VLANs, not even these magical bubbles that we have now too, leveraging the IPSK technology. So it's just so fun to see kind of this, but in terms of mission critical, yes, I mean, going back to like higher ed, anyone who has dorms at this point, they want to and need to from a competitive standpoint and retaining and attracting students provide this premier like hospitality truthfully experience and so combining Meraki's history and success within the hospitality space with some of our major hotels you know worldwide hotels um, and then combined with Tim's you know premier retail brand captive portal solution it was just kind of a match made in heaven in order to address that yeah beautiful match made in heaven there you go our two products who would have thought it You know, Tim, I feel like you're working on some cool new projects. So what is kind of the next endeavor for Splash Access? Maybe um, I know you mentioned Starlink before we hit the record button. So talk to us about uh, what do you have on the horizon? What are you really excited about in terms of where the, the product is going? We're we're trying to go, we've always been a a company that's tried to do things different. We haven't tried to copy our competitors. And there's a lot of great companies out there doing a lot of different things. There's a lot on the marketplace. And again, I'll just mention the marketplace because that's been pivotal to our success. And the team in the marketplace, you know, Alicia, Jackie, uh, Shana, Joe and all the team, Matthew, they've been amazing. You know, they've supported us and also directed what we do because they come to us with clients. They say, oh, this client wants to do that. And that allows us to do different things and build on what we know best. So one of the areas that we're working on at the moment is based on IPSK and WPN, but what we've done is we've geared it up to be utilized for satellite communication. And this again came from customer requirements that came from the marketplace. 
uh, one of the clients came over was a uh, oil tanker provider. They have a, uh, I think, about eight to ten massive oil tankers where they have these crew on. All the crew are literally eating all the bandwidth and their costs are going through the roof for their Starlink connection. So they came to us and said, is there any way of calculating how much bandwidth each user can have in a week? And then can you then lower or segment them off to different networks? And we understand the power of group policies, of Meraki's group policies, which are, again, a very underrated feature in the Meraki dashboard. But by utilizing group policies, we can assign different bandwidth levels and also utilizing the IPSK and WPN, we can create individual group policies per user. So without getting too complicated, what it does allow us to do is control how much bandwidth each user has got on the oil tankers and uh, and then put them into a different policy to reduce their bandwidth for a period of time, thus saving the money on the satellite communication. Yeah. And it's interesting because, you know, we started building that out for a client that came from the marketplace. And then all of a sudden we ended up having three or four clients wanted exactly the same functionality, oil rig providers, mining camps, diamond mines in South Africa. So again, very interesting use cases that are now leveraging IPSK and WPN, and we're adding on features based on these requirements. So lots of exciting things going on, lots. Wow, that is so exciting. Just the use cases keep coming and coming. And what's interesting is that you're seeing a lot of repeat trends now in the market where you're having customers come to you and asking for the same thing, but in different industries and in different pockets. I think, you know, where we've, we've focused obviously on education because education is such a great market to us because we've got a great product that is hitting the nail on the head, very English saying, uh, but it's knocking it out of the park. I'll, I'll put an American saying in there, uh, but it really does make a difference in students' lives. And Meraki has built this amazing feature that allows Splash Access to leverage the onboarding and solve all that problem. Uh, you know, I did a deployment the other day. It took us an hour and a half to get a full working university up on the system. That's integration with the Active Directory, integration into their housing systems. The power of the APIs is phenomenal. Yeah, and it just seamlessly works, which is the most important thing. I want to buy it. Yeah. I'm sold. Where do I sign up? <laughs> well, and see, I mean, really quick on that note, too, that's yeah. one of the beautiful things about working with Tim, too, is, again, we're having these groundbreaking conversations and kind of uncovering different functionality that would solve problems for these different types of customers. But at the end of the day, so you're on a call with the customer and with Tim and his team and whatnot, too. And, you know, we're talking through and we're like, yeah, we could build that. Yeah, we could build that. You know, the yes and situation, that's always Tim. And every single time he comes back within 24, 48 hours with the solution. Hey, team, why don't you test it and see if it works? Like the responsiveness, just the overall, again, that knowledge of our infrastructure and whether or not things are going to work. And then the speed to delivery on it is just it, it, no one else can touch that from what I've seen. Yeah. I'm going to put something in as well, just very quickly, Sammy. So um, there was one thing that actually stands out, and this is actually well, quite a lot of people might be interested in, is obviously with the education work and all the things that we've done in education, one thing that came back time over time was integration into Azure AD, AD integration, having a pure AD authentication. 
So we've had a solution that we've actually tweaked now that actually does help solve that problem. And we're getting more and more customers coming to us asking for that particular solve. Because again, Active Directory, lots of different companies have that in place to authenticate, not just universities. And we've listened to what people have been saying and we've developed a solution now that solves that problem. It's not absolutely 100% pure AD authentication, but it does open the door to be able to do it. Very cool. Okay, you have to come back on when it's fully, sure. fully live and ready to go, and we'll talk about it. You know, <laughs> Shannon, I want to come back to you quickly, and then I wanted to ask you both about uh, some differentiators with Flash Access. But being, you know, at the table, the CIO cares about different something different than the CFO, and the physical security team cares about something different. Like these, you know, universities, they operate like a business. So when you're presenting a Splash Access, how are you thinking about tailoring your pitch to hit on each of those different decision makers because you know their needs and wants are different from a platform? Yeah, that's a great question, Sammy. I feel like what comes to mind first is honestly what Tim mentioned right out the gate is where, you know, as a platform, we can collect the information, but what do we actually do with it? And I think a lot of the conversations, you know, as much as we've talked about the, you know, digital transformation and the power of data, the reality is, and Tim, I'd love to hear your thoughts on this too, but the reality is we have all this data, but no one really knows what to do with it. And no one is taking actions to do with it. Like we said, I mean, APIs are kind of new in the big scheme of things, and everyone wants to know APIs and leverage APIs. They understand the power of it, but the reality is we haven't really seen much adoption, at least in the university space so far. Um, Tim, it might be a different, you know, depending on big and enterprise commercial companies. Um, but the reality is, so Tim ultimately is an extension of that team being the API subject matter expert, being able to kind of build off of these things. And so in terms of like tailoring the conversation from a CIO standpoint, he's like, I want data. I want to know what our students are doing to be able to all things comes back to retention and attainment. Tim's the answer to that, right? You got all this great information with Meraki. Here's how we can leverage it. A great example of this is what he did with VCU, right? Um, so we started with the WPN solution, providing that at-home dorm experience. CIO loves that. Student experience, student engagement off the roof, right? The IT team, the directors, they love it because now they're campus community's best friend because they now provided this amazing seamless solution that doesn't require any management truly at the end of the day. And then the admins love him because they're learning from him, learning the Meraki platform, learning the APIs, learning how to really leverage the power to really look good for the teams too, right? Again, they know they have all of this great information. Tim kind of enables them to be able to unlock it and use it across all levels. I think, and again, just going back on one or two things, again, VCU, we, we, we actually did a great project for those guys that came off the back of, unfortunately, COVID. Uh, when COVID came into play, um, they came to us and they said, look, we've got all this great information inside of Meraki. How can we utilize this information to work out how many people are in certain locations? So the location analytics feed is a, a great source of data that we've used a few times for a lot of different clients for different needs. So taking that information and manipulating it to give that data, to give the ability to calculate how many students were in the gym at two o'clock in the morning, were they having parties? Yeah, uh, and again, this was critical at that certain point in time. So we developed that solution very quickly to add on to the existing relationship we already had with the university. That was such a huge win. 
Yeah, the power of that too. And so like, just imagine this, right? COVID, no one knows what's going on. VCU is like, hey, we have all this information. Tim's like, we can absolutely help with this. Again, the yes and from Tim. And so he comes in. And so taking that understanding, okay, here are the number of students we want in each location. Notify the RA or notify the building you know, safety person if and when this exceeds the number of students. Again, to make sure they were keeping everyone safe. And so one of the huge, oh my gosh, one of the monthly meetings, the director comes back and says, out of all of our sister universities, we're the ones with the least COVID cases. And that was such a huge win for the universities, again, to be able to differentiate yourself all day. And so that in huge part was thanks to Tim and thanks to the power of the data that's provided by Meraki. Yeah, that's an incredible story. I mean, obviously COVID transformed everything in all of our lives, but you know, what, what is the silver lining? How can our technology help? And it sounds like this was such an incredible, you were sitting on the data and you're coming back to university and saying, yeah, we can help you. Absolutely. You know, my next question was about for each of you, Tim, you even called this out. There are so many competitors out there in the space. The market can feel saturated at times. And I think what customers are looking for and what our sales team is looking for and what the product team is talking about is what are the differentiators? What is unique about Splash Access and Meraki? What sets us up? sets us apart. Um, I'd love to hear from each of you based on your differing experiences. Why is Splash Access and Meraki different? Well, I know why. I think I know why Splash Access is different is because we only partner with Meraki. And I think that puts us in a, a unique area. And I think over the years and the, the help that we've had over the years to be able to create solutions has put us in a great place. You know, we can deliver solutions. We are a small team based in the UK. We're not, uh, we're not got money behind us. Everything we do is self-funding by myself and my wife who are company directors. So we put all this effort into creating these solutions that do work. And, you know, I get excited every time I get up in the morning to learn about uh, what uh, the API team's been up to. Yeah, because, you know, everything we do is based on APIs these days. And the power and the differentiator for me with Meraki is those APIs and how quickly they come about. You know, uh, they are amazingly powerful. Uh, I'll tell you a little secret. Yeah, I get probably every couple of months a competitor phoning me up, asking me to develop for them. And I always turn around and say, thank you very much. I, I really appreciate that, but I'm not. And the reason being is the relationship and the part of the family that we are. And I do feel part of the family. I, I get welled up and privileged to be in this position because, you know, we are incredibly privileged to be able to talk to the teams, to have conversations about what's next and how we can make a difference. Yeah, it's really incredible. Aw, all the warm and fuzzies. You are a part of the family. I feel it, you know. And again, you know, over the years, we've met loads of different friends. People have gone, people have come back, you know. And, you know, it, it's really nice when we're talking with people and, you know, we're, we're understood and we have a voice, yeah. And I think, you know, the, I, the team, the marketplace team has been pivotal in that as well because they pulled it all together. You know, I know that team is getting a little bit bigger, which is great news for us because they do help so much. Alicia has put a lot of effort in pulling this together. And, uh, and you know, we're, you know, honored again to be in the marketplace because that, again, we're talking about APIs. There is a lot of people out there. 
And, you know, they are building clever solutions. And what sets us up is, you know, we want to be up there and still building some of the best. And we try and do the things that other people aren't doing, which opens doors. Yeah, absolutely. And quick plug for the Meraki Marketplace. If you're listening out there and you don't know what it is or you've never been there, it is a rich ecosystem where all of our partners that we work with, right, all of these API integrations that Tim is referring to, you can go to the Meraki Marketplace if you're looking for a solution or you're looking for something out of the box and see what we have to offer. It is incredible. I think we have over 200 now ecosystem partners on the Marketplace. Um, let's splash access is the, the first, was it not the first? It was one of the first, I think. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. one of the yeah. first. But just going back to the marketplace just one more time, because, you know, the other interesting thing is now is that within the marketplace, there's a lot of different providers on the marketplace, but we're actually working between us now. So we're working as a little team between us. So if I have a client who doesn't or doesn't fit into my needs, and I know that actually there's somebody on the marketplace who can actually do that better or provide a solution that would work the way the customer want, I don't have any qualms of passing that over. Uh, you know, I've worked with every angle, boundless, you know, and we work together and we do move things about, you know, because we understand we want the best for the client. We want the best for the customer. Yep. Shannon, I'm going to toss it over to you. Same question about that differentiator um, in terms of splash access. What what was it? Um, what is it for you? Now you're in a different lens because you're leading a team right, of sellers. Thoughts there? Yeah. Yeah. I mean... I think the only difference now is, and I think Tim, you're going to love this and you've already felt this is now I'm telling my team, any higher ed deal, bring Tim in. Right. So I think Sammy, just like we've been saying that, you know, the team is so critical and that's even just Meraki in general's differentiator, but like Tim, Tim was an extension and is an extension of our team truly. Um, and so that's going to be always the differentiator, but at the end of the day too, it's exactly what we've been saying. It just works right? How many times, Tim, do we hear this from our customers every single day? It just works. And that's on the Meraki side. That's on the Splash Access side. So like from there, you know, other some other sound bites from, you know, all these things is like, I no longer have to manage the management. Like who wants to manage the management at the end of the day, right? Like we eliminate that right out the gate. And then one of my favorites too, from one of our customers, Tim, is I get my weekends back. How powerful is that? Like, that's truly what we're delivering Priceless. every single day, right? That's what gets us out of bed. I get my weekends back. So I think at the end of the day, that's that's what truly matters. Yeah. The perfect note to close on. So, Tim, if there is someone out there listening, a partner, a customer, someone in the Cisco ecosystem, where do we find you? How do we learn more about Splash Access? I mean, we know you're on the marketplace, but yep. like where, tell us your website. How do we find you? How do we get in touch with you? Splashaccess.com is the website. Yeah, you can just go on there. If you want a demo, you can have a demo free of charge. And that's the other thing. We don't put time limits on the demo. We want to work with our clients to make sure it fits needs. Yeah, when they're happy, they're happy, we're happy. Yeah, so have a look at splashaccess.com. Yeah, any demo you want, just let us know. Fantastic. I love it. Well, this was an awesome episode. I feel like I want to dig in and learn even more about Splash Access now. Um, Tim, thank you. Shannon, thank you. What a pleasure. This was so fun. Thank you very uh, much indeed. Yeah, thanks, Sammy. This was great. Appreciate it. Awesome. Well, that wraps up another awesome episode of the Meraki Unbox podcast. Again, my name is Sammy Brenner. Thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in today. Let us know what you think of the episode. Leave a comment, like it, tell all your friends about it. 
and we will see you back here again in two weeks with another episode. Take care, folks.